0: Welcome to Block in the Back. On this podcast, we chat about all things dynasty fantasy football from leagues to rankings. Now don't turn your back, square up and get ready to have some fun and get your teams to a championship with your hosts, Tyler Fish and Ryan Polish. Welcome back to Block in the Back. We have a special episode for everybody today. Um, We are officially one day before the season starts. And super exciting time, and we have some awesome guests on today to talk award predictions, who's going to be your fantasy number ones, and honestly, just a little bit of shit talking all around. Let me first welcome uh, the the co-host here, Tyler Fish. How are we doing today, Tyler?
1: You know, I'm a little stressed, you know, as we're drafting a fantasy team alongside having some guests on, but you know, I'm excited and ready to go.
0: Yeah, me and you both. We are both drafting currently in the Super 70 Fantasy Trade Tech Redraft League. Um, it's 14-team league, five tiers, which is 70 teams in the league. We have, the, we have the, the the draft going on right now. So you guys might get some live analysis today, which is going to be just a special treat for you, and you know it. Um, but right now, I want to introduce our special guest. We've had a, a, a reoccurring guest here. Alex DeShane's on with us. Alex, how are you doing today?
2: Well, Ryan, I want to thank you for having me back on. You, I like the way you, in, you entered the pod like with the sultry tones. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh,
0: it was a lot of fun the first time, so I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. Heck yeah, man. We like, those, we like the sensuous voices on, on, on Black in the Bag. Nothing but the best. But, and then we have a first-time guest on with us, a fellow Wisconsinite, actually, from the Milwaukee area. Tim. He is at Nubs, as uh, Duchesne would say it on his podcast. Double N, double B. Nubs, how are we doing today, man? Hey,
3: there, everybody! You know, just been out on the boat. You know, getting some some fish and uh, drinking some beers. No, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm just excited for the you know the season start. We have we have a game tomorrow. I live in Dallas, so it's going to be very exciting because of all the fans down here. And we're trying to figure out where to go, and not have to stand in like a line to get in somewhere. So yeah, just really excited for the, the season to start.
0: Absolutely, and welcome to the podcast, man. Um, Texas is definitely a lot different than up here, but as long as you got your bush lights down there, I'm all right with it. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to the pod uh, today. We are going to go over a couple of the topics. We're going to give our award predictions for the year. So that would be categories like Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, MVP Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. We're going to give like passing yard leader predictions, uh, rushing yard leader, receiving yard leader, and then the number one fantasy scorer for each position. Um, we're going to give some hot takes today and also kind of plant our flags on some some takes that we firmly believe in that are going to happen. And that we just got, we, we have to get it on air, honestly. Otherwise, did it actually happen? I, I, I don't know. So let's start it off right away. Tyler, I don't know if you're on the clock still or not, and I might be, honestly. Who knows? I haven't looked yet because I had to start this pod off today, but um, let's let's start it off with, let's just go the the big kahuna right off the bat. Who is everybody's MVP for the year? Fish, why don't you start us off? Who is your MVP for the 2021 season? What do you think?
1: Well, the fact that the MVP is a, a quarterback award, it, this one was too easy for me, and I'm not the the better that. Shane's is so uh, he's probably he's got his sports good for your book health, and everything, but no That's good for your health. Yeah, and my marriage and uh, <laughs> mortgage and everything. But uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is the easy candidate for me. Um, just with that electric offense, way he slings it, and first name that comes to mind, and um, Patty Mahomes for me.
0: Coming up hot right out of the gate. Yeah,
1: I know, <laughs> spicy.
0: <laughs> do Shane's? Why don't you? Why don't you go next? do you got?
2: Well, it's not quite the long dog of Mahomes at a plus 500. But uh, I'm, I'm going Matt Stafford. It hurts. I, he was my pick before the season, especially with Akers. Uh, definitely takes a hit, but maybe it helps his odds. It, like Fish was saying, it's a QB award. It goes to a team that wins games. I think the Rams are in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, definitely does not help without uh, Akers. But maybe he has to take on more of a role. I think he lights it up. And uh, you might see Stafford again by the end of this pod. Matthew, fucking—that's what you're leading it off with. Holy shit! Plus eighteen hundred, baby. And I also have a best bet. It's not who I would pick as my pick, but I'll be putting money on it. And it's Baker Mayfield quarterbacking my other pick to go to the Super Bowl of the Browns at plus thirty-five hundred. Hundred bucks one's three and a half grand. So that's my best bet, but. Matthew Stafford's my pick. Leading off the pot hot. Let's go.
0: For, for, all their, for all their listeners out there, apparently Alex Duchesne's at Duchesne's underscore has nuts like King Kong because he's going on the air with us. <laughs> I'm
2: going really like, with my hog
0: <laughs> swinging. <laughs> How does oh, this man, man
2: sit down?
0: Un- unbelievable. But Okay. Matt Stafford as your pick, your best bet with Baker Mayfield. Okay. I mean, I can get behind it. I respect that. Absolutely. Tim, MVP, who you got?
3: I'm going even a longer shot at plus 2,300, according to FanDuel. I'm going with Kyler Murray. I really think this Cardinals team takes off this year. I know they're in a tough division. I think San Francisco's overrated. I I, I think the Rams are the best team in that division. But I think it makes it a much easier bet when, if the Cardinals are able to win 12, you know, 11, 12, 13 games, somewhere in there, that he could really be one of those leaders for that award and at plus 2300 i know it's not we're not doing it off of odds but i do like those odds 23 to 1 i'll take that every day i'm going with kyler
0: okay and then i'm gonna go obviously just chalk like like my co-host apparently we think alike obviously <laughs> so i'm going i'm going patty mahomes um not actually because i think he's gonna be like the top fantasy score or even like the top statistical getter um purely just off of what Fish said. I think it's a, a, a thing that you got to win games. Um, I think they're going to be a great team, the way that he can sling it around, the weapons he has. He's done it year in, year out. But I think they're obviously going to be in contention. The electri- electrifying player that he is. But, Tim, i got a question for you now. What sets Kyler apart from somebody like Patrick Mahomes? Is it his rushing upside? Is it a little bit of everything? Is he going to win that many games? Is he going to be in contention like that, or what? what why? What? That, what sets him apart?
3: Well, let's think about it for Mahomes. We know Mahomes is the favorite because they're probably going to win a lot of games, right? But if you see a team take a major step and you know the reason why, and it's and in this case it would be Kyler, I think it gives them a very big leg up compared to like where he starts at at this um, at this. There goes my co ranking. I think we
2: see some Mahomes fatigue, some Kansas City fatigue. You see it's something like a Stafford or Kyler take off. It's a better story, and it's, Mahomes might even have a better year. But you can see the MVP. I can see the MVP going yeah, to someone yeah. that actually, just had a fatigue.
3: That was something I was going to say too. Is that he's going to have a lot of highlight plays that are going to be notable and remembered, and I think that's going to help his case. And they finally have a, a second. In my opinion, I think they finally have a second receiver that's worth a damn in Rondell Moore and I think he's going to have a big season and that's only going to help and you know if we can see some semblance of a running game from Edmonds and from uh, Connor I think that would be really good for them.
0: Yeah I can I mean I definitely get on board with it I do it we'll talk about Kyler later in the show for out of, out of me at least but yeah I can definitely get on board with that and Duchesne I don't really want to ask you any questions about Stafford and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Baker but um what is, so what is your – give me a little bit more on, on Stafford and Baker. you just think they're going to win some games, be that fresh face for somebody? Like somebody else, well, like but he's been in the league for years, though.
2: Yeah, and I feel you'll get some, like, it's, he's due. He just finally tore it up and he's winning. He deserves an MVP for how
3: long he's been doing his thing. It's a storyline-driven league, man. I won't be I, surprised if Stafford wins it because if that team's good, that team's good because of Stafford. and Yeah. He's going to be lighting it up with Cooper Cup.
2: Oh, digging at Ryan! I just traded him. (laughs) I just got Cooper Cup from Ryan like two days ago. I thought it was a decent trade, but I didn't think it was. I I don't think it was that
0: bad. I mean, we got we got Bobby Trees out there snagging balls too. But um, but yeah, I mean, I I do think Safford has a great year. I'm not saying anything against that. I I have him in the top ten as far as quarterbacks go, and and Baker Mayfield I like too. So I I mean, none of the picks are it's not like it's astounding, like you're talking Jalen Hurts or anything like that, because that would just be ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, all right. So moving on to our next category here, we are going to talk about, let's just go, let's start with defense since we all named an offensive player. Who is going to be the defensive player of the year for the 2021 season? Who are we talking here? Um, Fish, why don't you start us off?
1: Yeah, I'll lead us off here. And to go back, to uh, Duchesne's King Kong swinging it around. Um, my wife, funny story, actually. My wife asked, probably about a week ago, she's like, when you sit on the toilet, what happens? Is it just like hanging in the water? And I looked at her and I was like, honey, you know that it's definitely not the case for me. <laughs> but just, but uh, my defensive player of the year, uh is i got you know i'm from wisconsin too as everybody knows here and that's tj watt who i thought got snubbed last year um an absolute is just, just an absolute force and uh i expect the same stuff so uh, tj watt who i thought should have won it last year is my pick for this year he ashamed, you all right
3: last year he definitely should have won it last year yeah, yeah i'm good
2: that's just a good story
3: I was wondering where you were going when you referenced your wife and King Kong together. I was like, mm,
2: "Well, Shades King Kong, my funny wife story with my wife. I I swear. (laughs) I swear.
3: (laughs) Hopefully she doesn't share, comment, and like all these things when it it comes around.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, But I love the TJ Watt pick. Uh, He's third in odds right now. Uh, He's definitely my first pick in IDP leagues. Especially in Dynasty. So he was... uh, He's my favorite player to win it this year for the same reason you said. He kind of got snubbed. I would take him over Donald for sure. Not who I'm going with. And I guess I'll just go. Uh, I'm going with Chase Young, who's the fourth uh, favorite at plus 850, just because I think that he's going to lead the league in sacks. I think uh, I, I think he's going to set the sack record. But we got a 17th game, so there's that. Keep in mind. I just think he lights it the fuck up. This is something I've been on uh, – on record of saying before, so I kind of got to stick with my takes, I think, a little bit. They haven't been proven wrong yet. But I also have one best bet for this pick, and that's uh, Jamal Adams at plus 2,000. I think he finally puts it together. He gets a couple interceptions because people freak out because he doesn't pick the ball off. He just got paid. That defense kind of stinks. And plus 2,000, uh, that's my best bet for a defensive player.
0: I, like, I actually like both of them. Honestly, and I'll, I'll go quick because it's, it'll be just a quick one because I'm repeating again. Apparently me and Tyler talk way too <laughs> fucking much because I, I, I also have T.J. Watt as my pick. Um, I just think he's one of the most dynamic playmakers in the game. I think he's unblockable. they got to at least bring two guys at him. Can still split that. Um, one of the things that can be on how you get that defensive player of the year is are you able to change the game? As a defensive player, and I think he absolutely does. I think he gets enough sacks, enough tackles, enough where he's drawing enough blocks to just impact the entire game because then the, the, the pass rush could come from somewhere else purely because he has so many linemen on him or all the attention is is on him. He could have two linemen plus the running back shade to his side too. So I just think he impacts the game so much and is just such a disruption where where I almost – like you said, he got snubbed last year. I think this is the year that he gets it. Tim, what do you got?
3: Apparently, DeShane's and I talked too much because I also had Chase Young at plus 1,100. Now, I believe that this is because the Washington football team is going to have one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league, as well as they're going to have an improvement on offense. So, if we're talking storylines again, I think you have to give it to them because if this Washington football team goes out and wins, you know, 11, 12 games – you're going to know it's because of the defense and you're going to look at the face of the defense and that's Chase Young. Now they did get the best cornerback signing in the offseason with William Jackson III as he followed through our free agent tournament. <laughs> so we know that they have a secure position at cornerback. But yeah, it's, to me it's Chase Young and I think it's Chase Young pretty handily if Washington is good. If not, I definitely like Watt because um, he's just a great mixture of speed and aggression as well as strength like he takes on these these massive blockers and just manhandles them so i can totally see that coming from watt
0: and you can say the same thing about chase young too but i feel like we have some sort of podcast rivalry going on right now we have (laughs) have block in the back who's got the same picks we got oh and i didn't even mention both of these guys are from one of my favorite podcasts there is in terrestrial takes um they are just that. They have terrestrial takes. They're taking Stafford <laughs> as MVP. They're taking Chase Young at the Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, what else can you ask for out of, out of a podcast, really? We're just getting started, bud. <laughs> but But, uh, yeah. I mean, you can't really argue, I feel like, either one of these picks, Chase Young or or TJ Watts. So, um, leading into the Offensive Player of the Year. Now, a lot of times that would kind of align with the MVP or it's going to be a quarterback or something like that. But for me, um, I'll just start it off. I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think he's going to come back and light the world on fire. I know, I think people kind of forget about him at times where, I mean, he, he only played three games last year, but he averaged like 30 fantasy points a game. I just think the guy is so dynamic. I think he's going to have a year like he had in 2019. I just think it's going to be unbelievable. I think he has an upgrade at QB. I think they have the offensive weapons in place as far as wide receivers to, that, out there to, to suck any coverage underneath that might, that might be there. And I just think that he's just – I just think he's an unreal talent, and I think he's just going to go off this year and be the offensive player of the year based off of touchdowns, yardage through the air, yardage on the ground, you name it, the guy can do it all.
2: So I see you're staying with uh, the hot takes and going CMC Offensive Player of the Year. I guess I got to stay with my chalk and blow you guys out of your seats. Uh, I'm going Nick Chubb Offensive Player of the Year. Is that too hot? Because that's another name you're going to hear again. I'm quite invested in the Cleveland Browns this year. Uh, There's another topic that he will be mentioned in by me, but uh, I think he absolutely kills it on that team. Leads the league in yards, gets a fuck ton of touchdowns, dude. And I love the number, plus 1,600.
0: I actually – yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't know about Offensive Player of the Year just because I – do you think he's got the receiving upside to do something like that? I, I feel he like doesn't need are, it. Not for Offensive like Player of the Year. We're not talking fantasy right now. I understand. Derek man, Henry like, won it last year. Yep. Yeah, true. Well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. All right, Timmy. You, <laughs> what, Timmy, what do you got?
3: All hey right, guys, I got a, a little trivia for you. Since '93, only one wide receiver has won Offensive Player of the Year. Who was it? Since '93? Since '93. Since Jerry. So I'm gonna Rice. assume
2: that. It, oh, okay. I was gonna say. Well, I guess it was in '93. So since Jerry Rice in '93, mm-hmm. um, Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, both no, good sir? guesses.
1: Marvin Harrison. Ooh.
3: No, sir. It was <laughs> Michael Thomas. Oh, so since shit. 93, there have been 10 quarterbacks, one wide receiver and 15 running backs that have won offensive player of the year. Wow. It is a running back award. I'm going with a running back. I think so, that's
2: smart because like they give the MVP to the quarterbacks and they're going to say best, best offensive player. We'll go running back for the most. But the best, this is sort of who I think is the best offensive player who is the best and Nick Chubb is a fucking offensive beast. But anyway, sorry to
3: steal your thunder. He's definitely a beast. Now, I have CMC, but I really want to go Dalvin because I think Dalvin has a major, uh, just a huge season because I don't think that passing offense is going to be as good. And I think he scores a lot of touchdowns, but it's so hard to stray away from CMC coming back from an injury where he just wants to prove it all over again. So I'm going CMC.
0: Thank you. Somebody from terrestrial takes <laughs> has a brain. That's fantastic. one?
3: Oh. <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. Put our heads together <laughs> to figure that out.
0: I'm <laughs> kidding. no, I mean, that's just where I'm at with that. With CMC, you have the potential to go over a thousand yards in each category with Chubb. I just, I think he's limited in that pass catching area, which I mean, I get it with the touch on stuff as far as a pure runner shanes I can. I'm totally on board with you. Chubb is one of the best in the entire. I think he puts that all together this year. That's like, well, okay. Well, I mean, Mike Williams is a great wide receiver. He had a he had a th- over a thousand yard season with eleven touchdowns one year. Do you think you'll put that all together this year? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding with you. But all right, well, fishy. Fine. What do you What do you got at offensive player of the year? Well, now I kind
1: of feel bad saying CMC, but how can you argue with a thousand thousand and <laughs> the potential of a hundred catches? If I'm going to go off the grain, uh, that's not even, yeah. no, I, it's CMC. It is. But I do like the Nick Chubb is, it's kind of spicy for me. Um, but they could be very, very good. And he could score a crazy amount of touchdowns, but um that, you know, I kind of feel like Kamara maybe a little bit just because, you know, no Drew Brees. Or, you know, the stats, I don't have them side by side with me. But when Michael Thomas was out, Kamara absolutely balled out last year. Now, he'll probably have 900 rushing yards, but that's going to make it difficult for him to win the award. But I think he's going to ball out, and uh, he's going to be a stud. Same Rod's as Does he really? Does he really? Okay. okay. But, You're yeah, both CNC's crazy. He's my pick. CMC is my pick. I'm getting too fancy. Yeah. You know who the favorite is? Derrick Henry again. Oh, fuck
2: that. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad bet. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. My
3: secret take is that I think
0: Derrick Henry gets hurt this year.
3: Not rooting Ooh. for. All it. Right, moving. He's on. a beast, but I think he gets hurt.
0: Doctor Nubbs with the nine yeah. clutch with that injury. Well,
3: maybe not hurt, but I'll say worn down. He had 800, 800 touches. Of That's experience. a common
0: take i here
2: hearing. It's just people going, going to all the 2,000-yard rushers and saying the next year they didn't do it. They fell apart. I'm talking about yeah, 300 touches.
1: He's built different.
2: <laughs> he, he's
0: built different. That guy's a he, shed. He's brilliant. He really
3: monolith. His, his workout videos are insane.
0: Yeah, it, it is impressive shit, I'll be honest with you. but I don't know. Henry just bugs me. He's not one of those that I'm going to draft super high anymore. He just scares me at this point in his career but um okay moving down the list here so our next category is going to be i think we're going to talk rookies now fellas so offensive rookie of the year so not necessarily fantasy point getter anything like that we're talking offensive rookie of the year i'm not going to lead it off on this one we're going to go <laughs> random and we're going to go timmy who are you going with offensive rookie of the year this year
3: I got to go Lawrence. Number number 2 is in my opinion is Wilson, but I just think I think we haven't seen what Lawrence is capable of in preseason and I think he's really going to uncork some crazy shit.
0: Okay. I mean, I can I can absolutely respect that. Let's hear from the other terrestrial takes. The whoever hasn't seen Duchesne's before in real life or on a <laughs> Zoom chat, which counts as real life nowadays. <laughs> Uh, he is the redheaded stepchild of all fantasy football. So let's see what he's what, what he's got in store. I have a feeling on who he's going just based off of talking to him and chats and all this stuff. So Deshane, what do you got?
2: Is the headband giving it away? Uh, I'm going Zach Wilson. I've been on Zach Wilson for Frickin', a while. I, I knew it. I should have called him beforehand. Uh, I think that they're going to be better than Jacksonville, first of all. Uh, I think I have a lot – invested in new york i think they actually turned around from the laughing stock that they have been so enjoy twitter without new york jets fans for a few more weeks because that's about to blow up uh i got him at plus 1000 this is one i already have uh money on uh it's dropped to 750 he's now third though he was behind he was behind fields he was behind lance these guys that we weren't even sure were starting this guy we knew was starting from day one Mac Jones, we didn't know. Now Mac Jones has jumped him, maybe because they expect the Patriots to win the most games of them all. But I've I always liked Zach Wilson's talent. And I love the line and I think that they are turning it around. He's got decent weapons. He's got de- decent coaching staff and I think he's got the talent.
0: Now I say I called that but I actually I don't mind that pick at all. I think he has a, really, I think he has a solid year um, as far as rookies. And I wasn't a huge Zach Wilson guy coming in. Now, it's not like I hated him or anything, but he, I think I had him at QB4 or something yeah. like that, which is fine. It's a strong QB class, but he's he showed pretty good so far in the preseason. He actually looked pretty solid. So Didn't look too much for him. Yes, I, I, I don't mind that pick at all. So, Fish, why don't you hit us with that offensive rookie of the year? I hope it's not the same as mine. For For the listeners out there. We didn't really go over these before the pod, so I really have no idea what he's about to say right now. So, Fish, what do you got for Offensive Rookie of the Year?
1: Well, it's a quarterback award for one, which is kind of unfortunate at times. But Trevor Lawrence will win the award. Um, I agree with Tim. He, We haven't seen what he's capable of yet, and I, I can't wait to for them to unleash him. And they're not going to be afraid to throw the ball. And they got sneaky good weapons for him, and it might not look like it. Um, you know, decent run game to back it up, but, and he also moves well, but you know, I'm a, I love Chenault. I do. And, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Is no scrub either. So it's like, he has guys to throw to, um, and I think they're going to be improved. So I, I think Trevor Lawrence will win the award. It, you know, it is real sneaky. I, I want to throw Justin Fields in there. I know he's not starting, but I think Justin Fields takes that job sooner rather than later. And uh even if let's say he's starting by week five, I still think he can win the award. Um, but Trevor Lawrence is I'm much, much more confident in that pick.
2: Tim had a good point uh he made on our pod where he uh picked Justin Fields to lead rookies in points per game, which I liked a lot.
1: Yeah, that I, I could definitely wise. see. Yep, I, I love that. Yep. I'm just really happy that Lawrence
3: was able to win out that QB battle between him and (laughs) Minshew to establish himself as the leader of the squad. Dude,
2: I'm
1: worried about Jake Luton. What about Jake Luton or whatever? Blake
3: Bortles got him cut. I'm more worried about (laughs) Urban Meyer than I am Jake Luton, to be honest with you.
2: Well, Luton's (laughs) gone now,
3: I think, but yeah.
2: I just think Urban Meyer is over his skis. I'm worried about that team in general, at least getting out of the gate.
3: Yeah, I feel like he's going to try to big dick stuff, and it's like, no, just And that team (laughs) sucks. Just let them play.
0: And that yeah. that that right there, fellas, is part of the reason why I don't have Trevor Lawrence in the oh. in the offensive rookie of the year. I think it's a little bit of a slow start. Um, I also don't like the Jets though, Deshaynes. I don't I don't I, I like where they're going. It's not just, hard to not like the Jets. <laughs> that that's true. I do I agree with you though. I like what they're doing, I like what they're building. I just think I think he gets off to a decent start, but to me without field starting right away, without land starting right away with Lawrence, I think potentially starting a little bit slower. Jacksonville sucks. The Jets still suck, in my opinion. Um, My offensive rookie of the year is Najee Harris. Um, I think, I know he's got a bad offensive line in front of him, but I think that volume is going to be there. He's one, I think he's a fantastic talent at running back. He's one of my favorite prospects in the last couple of years. Um, He's able to catch the ball. He proved that in the preseason and in his college tape. And I just think a full season of him hopefully being healthy. I'm, uh, I'm assuming health in all of this, but with the volume, his talent, his pass catching, I think he is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. I know it's a quarterback thing, but I think as much as people don't want to admit it, I think they're going to get off to a little bit of a slower start than people hope. Um, I know I haven't talked about Mac Jones yet, but I don't think the Patriots are that good either. I don't either. Um, but that, that, that's where I'm at right now. Offensive rookie of the year is going to be Najee Harris. I think he has a pretty solid year. There's definitely a, a, an age joke to
2: be had here with him being old and Rookie of the year, but I just, I can't find it right now. So,
1: When was the last running back to win the award? Anybody?
0: Bush. I'm assuming you
1: have it if you're asking that. No, you I should. figured Tim was all over that shit. Uh, but I will find it for you. Yeah. I, you know, Tim, Tim's my guy and I just met him. <laughs>
0: We're, we're relying on Tim, the old Wisconsinite. Who was the last rookie running back to win Offensive Rookie of the Year? I don't know, and I don't really care, because Najee Harris is a stud. He's on a good team with a lot of volume. So we'll, we'll, we'll counter that one until later in the podcast when, when Tim has it, unless you got it right now, Tim.
3: It was 2018, Saquon Barkley. Oh, and okay. And then it was 2017, Alvin Kamara. And then it was 2015, okay. Todd Gurley. And then it was twenty eighteen, Eddie Lacy.
1: I don't care what they say about you Ryan. That might be a good pick.
2: I just it just sucks because like just uh, Justin Jefferson went for 1500 yards
0: and he still lost, but Herbert had like the best rookie season ever. Right, like Herbert broke records. See, I don't I don't expect that to happen this year. Um, I didn't expect it to happen last year either, but that's where, I I I'm, going. Yeah. That's where I, I'm going. That's where I'm going is Najee Harris, so I do. Now, now it doesn't seem like that bad of a pick, honestly. I thought it was a little bit more of a hot take, but Tim's got my back, of course. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next category, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, why don't we go off with Duchesne's here. He's the IDP guy. He's got a lot of background in defensive players and a lot of knowledge and all of that. So Defensive Rookie of the Year, I know your typical – Defensive rookie of the year is probably going to be who I say. I know you you do definitely do not have him. So I'm, I'm curious to say who you have here at your rookie of the year. Yeah, it's usually a linebacker,
2: I feel, unless you have a sack master come in or like a, a, a line wrecker. And you don't have that this year. I mean, Quiddy Pay maybe, but he's really not of that cut, of that tier. Uh, I'm going Zayvon Collins, who's my – dynasty linebacker one my 101 for rookies in this class i love him as a prospect i love his situation that he's going to he's in a division that loves to run the ball a lot i didn't look up the numbers but i think they do because it's the 49ers and the cardinals pass a lot but anyways there's a lot of offense to be had in this in that division which i weigh divisions rather, rather substantially in some of the things that i do um but I think that he's set up to have a ton of tackles, play a lot of snaps, and he is himself one of those—not as a freak as what I'm expecting you guys to say, Mike uh, Parsons. But he's a guy that didn't have it handed to him. He wasn't given a scholarship. He had to fucking fight for it. Went to Tulsa, lit it up, and he just had a speeding ticket for driving like a madman, dude. This, this guy's an animal. Stephen Collins, defensive rookie of the year.
0: Boy, I'm sold. <laughs> I am sold after that analysis. I'm actually going to go with Jeff Gordon because he's a speed <laughs> and fucking man. <laughs> no, like, Jeff Gordon who the fuck are we talking
3: about? <laughs> Jeff, <who>? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Gordon played wide
1: receiver <laughs> in high school.
0: Hey, there, there you go. I guess so. Not defensive rookie of the year. But um, no, so Deshane, I actually wanted to ask you and go a little bit into this because I hear you say it on your pod all the time that you weigh your divisions pretty heavily and i i absolutely get it because i play those teams two times a year right so yeah. have you ever done any like have you, have you gotten the chance to actually like dive into that or is it just a thing where you play them twice a year i mean i totally understand it and it makes sense to me but have you like theoretically
2: maybe- i have i haven't dug into numbers exactly yet into but that's definitely a cool topic but why I do is not only do they play them twice a year, but you win your division. You go to the playoffs. Like your first priority as an NFL team is to win your division, really. I mean, it's to win the game, I guess, but to win your division. So you build your team to beat your division. So if you have a team that likes to run or plays physical D why like doesn't the AFC North usually have some crazy hard hitting defenses in the in the north playing Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore? You run the ball. Like I just think there's, there is DNA, there is personality
0: in divisions because teams build to win their division. Yeah, that makes sense to me, honest. I, I've never really thought of that until I started listening to what you were saying on your podcast. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, if you got to play the Steelers two times a year, that fucking sucks. you got to play <laughs> yeah. Washington two times a year, Jesus. I mean, God.
2: AFC West, you play Mahomes twice a year. You better get some pass rush. You better get, like, a
0: safety or something, like. Right, it, it totally makes sense. I just wanted to pick your brain a little yeah. bit uh, um, Tim, what do you got for defensive rookie of the year?
3: Well, first, I think that like Robert Kraft and, and Deshaun Watson's first priority is identifying the best um, personal trainers and massage parlors in their cities, respectively. Oh, <laughs> But my defensive player of the year, I'm going with Jamin Davis for Washington. And he's a linebacker. Hmm. And I think that defense is built – Enough where, once again, this is dependent on them being good, like the team actually winning games, but that he is going to be able to just roam, use his his athleticism and his ability to read and react on plays to just go make make tackles, go pick balls off, go do whatever he has to do, just be a a missile everywhere. And I think he's in a crappy division, (laughs) which helps. with a lot of situations based you know if he's looking for interceptions or you're looking for fumbles or whatever but there could be a lot of opportunities for him to make a bunch of plays and I look forward to seeing them
2: I just don't know if he has tons of opportunities because the division shit and the defense is good I, I I do agree that he could be flying around the field I just don't know if uh the volume might be there and I think he might be fantastic in real life but that's just think, one concern
3: I have. Well, my opinion is that they, they basically filter a lot of plays to him because you're going to go away from Chase. You know, you're know, you going to have locked up uh, a lot of the receivers, and I just feel like there's going to be a lot of situations in which he's the one that's got to step up and make the, the yeah. play. And then some of them are just going to be supremely super athletic, and it's going to be more than you expected.
0: Yeah, I can't disagree with you, honestly. It, it, with Defensive Rookie of the Year, I just feel like it's not as predictive as Offensive Rookie of the Year, per se. But, Fish, who you got at Defensive Rookie of the Year? I got, I got a feeling we have the same one again. <laughs> well, I've got Micah Parsons. And,
1: you know, I'm no IDP guy here. But uh, Micah Parsons, say what you want about his character. Yeah, he can be a real POS, Duchesne. <laughs> but the guy is an athletic freak. Yep. Yeah. The Cowboys' defense has been horrendous. He'll upgrade that right away to the point where you'll see his impact, you know, mightily. So, I, I think you know that is my favorite to, to win the award. Is Micah Parsons? I loved him pre-draft talent-wise, but then he comes out and I, you know, I don't even know too much about his character. I just know he said like he doesn't even really like football. And
2: oh, there's um, a lot worse stuff than that.
1: But. Okay. Uh, We won't tarnish the guy too bad on here, but uh, Micah Parsons is my pick.
2: It's a good pick. He's, he's a prototypical defensive rookie of the year material. Um, Maybe some coverage concerns, but their defense is dog shit. He steps into it. He's super athletic and the number is not bad. They actually took down the rookie of the year numbers right at the moment, but he was like at plus three fifty as the favorite, which is, which is really good odds, honestly.
0: Yeah, and I mean I have the same guy, so I'm not going to dig into it too deep. I have Michael Parsons. I drafted him as my first defensive player at in our IDP league, DeShane's. and I'm not looking back. From what I've seen in <laughs> preseason so far, honestly, he's been flying around making tackles. He's been looking good. All the reports out of camp are good, which they mostly are. I'll be honest with you, but um athletic specimen. I think that that speed on that defense is 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 key, and. It just kind of amazes me. I want to ask you Deshane, too. So what, what is going wrong with Dallas's defense when you have a linebacker core, like Leighton Vanderesh, you have Jalen Smith, you have Micah Parsons. Now, I guess we'll see how it goes this year, but now they add, isn't Keanu Neal going to play linebacker for, for Dallas? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't, I I was so high on Jalen Smith. And and now all of a sudden he's like not going to be playing at all. Like, I don't know what's happening honestly they've just been bad i don't know if it's coaching uh they don't play murderers row in that division uh i really don't there's no there hasn't been pass rush there i mean they've had what demarcus lawrence who's fine it's just i think it's just been bad coaching bad organizationally so
1: i actually think and i don't know if this is a pff grade but um, Jalen Smith is actually one of the worst graded line starting linebackers in the league, oh, and uh, well, uh, well, I don't have PFF, I don't have a subscription yeah. to PFF, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I've kind of seen some stuff where I don't know if it's just hasn't moved the same since his injury, or I mean, he'll have numerous tackles, but then he'll make some bonehead plays and miss gaps, and yeah. so um, yeah, I've actually read that he's actually one of the the poor linebackers in the league. And that um, graded wise, but I, you know, that defense is a, you know, they have a lot more problems than just one guy. So we're not going
2: to spend too baby. long talking on that. Yeah. Let's get those <laughs> offensive players.
0: Uh, All right. So polish where are we at done with defensive rookie of the year now. So we are going to go now. We're, we're going to talk about stat leaders now. Now this has nothing I feel like has not as much to do with the award-winning. It might not even have everything to do with the fantasy point-getters. Some of them could double up, obviously. Um, But we're going to talk about some some stat leaders, mostly of yards. So we're talking passing yards, rushing yard leader, receiving yard leader. The reason that I don't want to do touchdowns is because I think that is – that changes a lot year to year. Yards, you're talking just straight volume. This is going to help your fantasy team. If you guys want to add anything into that, absolutely go ahead, feel free. But who do you guys have as your passing yard leader for 2021? Uh, let's start with. Let's go right back to Fish. You haven't started one off yet. Fish, who you got passing yard leader?
1: Yeah, Ryan. You know, I'd be stupid not to say Patty Mahomes after I said he was going to win the MVP. So. But it, uh, let me just mention a guy that could push for him, and that's uh, Matt Stafford.
3: Push for him for MVP or yards? I'm
1: confused. Sorry, push for him in the yards category. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No. no. Matt Stafford, da- no. Ooh, look <laughs> no. at
3: this fish. I
2: think no, I need
1: to follow No, I saw your eyebrows leave the screen. Patty Mahomes is still the MVP guy, but Stafford could push for yardage.
2: Look at this. All right, I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to hijack the pod. terrestrial hijacking. If I have I, I my hot takes are kind of out of the way here I think for the most part uh I have Patrick Mahomes as my passing yard leader even though I have Mah- Stafford winning the award of MVP
0: Look at this look at what we've done What the hell now my brain is broken so here I we think I Stafford.
2: I think Stafford pushes him, but Mahomes has the most yards. But Stafford has a ton of touchdowns, which we might just get to in a second. And they're winning. You don't have the Mahomes fatigue. You have the new sexy face Stafford with McVeigh, dude. Uh, so, but I'm going pretty, I'm going chalk here with
0: passing yards. I'm going Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I don't blame you there whatsoever. I have the same thing. So. I'll go, Patty Mahomes. I'm not going to reiterate anything. Passing yard leader, no doubt. Timmy, what do you got?
3: Well, we were just talking about a dog shit defense, and I'm going with Dak Prescott. That's your boy. Now, I I really like Zeke this year for fantasy, but I I, I find it very difficult to find situations in which I'm not also enjoying the fact that Dak gets to throw to Gallup, Cooper, and Lamb, and maybe I don't some, like that you put Gallup
2: first there though.
3: Sorry. <laughs> cooper lamb gal there you go that's maybe some way. jarwin <laughs> and then maybe even some semi just kidding but yeah i just i don't see a way in which they're they're not they have to be successful with that throwing the football and, and to me that's just what it comes down to because you're going to want to keep zeke as fresh as possible you want to make sure he's effective obviously he's coming back in a really um Motivated state. I can I can understand that from a Zeke point of view, but this this team runs through Z, through Dak, and if we know anything about Mike McCarthy, he wants his his quarterbacks to be passing the football.
2: So I have one last best bet, and it's for the passing yards and uh, Joe Burrow plus twenty five hundred. It's a nice odds for a guy that has a long shot chance. I think.
0: I love I love Joe Burrow. I honestly do. I I mean they're going to throw the ball a shitload, right? Yep so so i don't i don't don't mind that that whatsoever but let's just kind of let's just cruise through a little bit of our the rest of the yard leader who we have and then we're going to get into the 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 meat and potatoes of the episode but everybody wants to hear who we planting our flag on and the hot takes so before we do that we're going to do um rushing yard leader let's go nubs who we got
3: Delvin Cook. You could get hurt, but I'm going with Delvin Cook. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, I actually like that. Uh, Duchesne's go.
3: Nick Chubb, baby.
0: Absolutely, I, yeah. I kind of agree with you, but I'm not going to go that way. Fish.
1: I'll go with Derek Henry. I mean, it's not sexy. Duchesne's is over here. Every pick he makes is sexy. And Minor <laughs> over here, and I feel look, like they're chalk. Look but at me, give baby. Me Henry.
0: <laughs> yeah, his picks. His picks may be sexy, but he's wearing a fucking bandana. So, <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm, I might actually be a little spicy here. Rushing yard leader Zeke Elliott for me. Oh, I like it. So, passing yard or nope, not passing. Wide receiving yard leader. Let's go back to fish. Who we got?
1: My number one wide receiver ranked Devonte Adams. Like I said, I, I'm not going to go against my rankings here, fellas, and I don't need to explain. I know Devonte Adams is a, a a hog on the touchdowns, but I think he gets it in yards as well. So Adams, that, that's he's not even a favorite, but
2: he's only had what one thousand yard season, or just had a second. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's going to he put it together. So sevens,
1: the last, the last dance, baby, last dance. <laughs> I'll, All right, I'll just change what you got yeah. to change.
2: We're chalking it, baby. Diary no.
1: Job. Back it up. Back it up. Too many blue smoothies. Calvin Ridley is my pick. I'm sorry. You Ooh. bastard. That
0: was my – no, 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 no. That was mine. You son of a guy. You get Devontae Adams
2: and you like it.
3: <laughs> I am upset. You
2: know, <laughs> I was going to come I'm... with
3: an original thought, and he comes in <laughs> and he steals my receiver.
0: What do you, you want in a wide
3: receiver? A bad defense. I can't – I have no running game. A new weapon in front of him underneath. He can go deep Ooh. one-on-one, and he can take all these yards down the field. Calvin is, Ridley is the receiving yard leader. Tim is Shut going
2: headphones time. off. This, a, uh, this, this feist interview is kind of turning me on. We need more of this. <laughs> well,
1: you know, I'm staring at – first off, I'm doing a draft, drinking blue smoothies, trying to pod, looking at Ryan's ball head, looking at Duchesne's mustache. <laughs> you got to give me a break on this one, Ridley. Ryan didn't tell me that one was going to be on the pod, by the way, so that was just <laughs> – Tyler didn't think about that one. Uh, it is Calvin Ridley, though. I am you were talking I'm
0: pissed about it, but time. for the same reason, Tim's pissed about it. So now I'm not as pissed about it because I feel like it's chalk. So, <laughs> Deshane's, what do you got?
2: <laughs> I got Tyree Kill. Oh, yeah, I kind of got cut off.
0: Yeah, you did. So you got yeah. Tyree Kill. Yeah, I'm chalk. I'm chalk from here, baby. Nubs and Fish got Ridley. I mean – I was gonna go Ridley, honestly. My, it is is my first, my first instinct, but I, I, I would not doubt Tyreek Hill whatsoever. It would be my Ridley's superpower. the favorite, by the way. Oh, now I feel fucking lame. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, mother fuck here, but, you motherfuckers! Know. <laughs> but, but if I had to pick another one, it would be Tyreek Hill. Um, hey. He's my, he's also my wide receiver one. We'll get into that in a second. Um, okay, so now we get into the the meat and potatoes here, quick. Hot takes, flag plants. What do you guys think? What are you planting your flag on for 2021? Um, what do you firmly believe in that might not be popular? Um, or it could be popular too, or, or just hot takes, but make sure you specify it before you say it. So let's go. I feel like Nubs is ready here. Tim, what do you got for us, man?
3: I wasn't truly ready, but <laughs> honestly, I think Waller is going to be, so far and ahead in in receptions this year for tight ends that he is going to just own the tight end position i understand kelsey was the mvp last year of all fantasy positions kelsey was the most valuable absolutely i recognize that but i think with the volume waller is going to dominate the tight end position this year
0: Uh, I'm yeah i like that i can absolutely see that happening so Dushane's, what do you got for us?
2: Um, I got three, I guess I'll hit real quick. Devontae Parker, wide receiver one in Miami. Not Fuller, not Waddle. Uh, Terry McLaurin is not a wide receiver one this year. Amari Cooper is. And I guess I'll get to the biggest one. Julio Jones is a wide receiver one and is A.J. Brown. It's all
0: wide receivers, I guess, for me. I feel like mine kind of is too. And you kind of, honestly, I feel like we got the same goddamn thoughts because I have a couple <laughs> of those too. but. Fish, what do you got? Flag plants, hot takes. Give us a little bit of that.
1: He's drafted. Sorry. I, I was. Yep, I was. I had a couple picks there that are going quick. Uh, my flag plant, something that I've stuck to for a bit, and uh, I don't even think Duchesne's liked it, but uh, Tyler Boyd is the highest scoring fantasy pass catcher on the Bengals. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Chase gets it done, and Higgins will be, you know, pushing due to the red zone targets. But uh, I will Tyler kick, Boyd. I will it,
0: kick your ass right here.
1: I know. I, I think Tyler Boyd's going too late in in redraft. I think he's a steal in redraft leagues right now. Uh, and the Bengals like to throw the ball. So, Tyler Boyd, that is my flag plant. I feel confident about that one. Well, it's definitely hot. I, you know, I don't even think it's that hot. I really Ta-da, don't. Yeah. I, I've got hotter. I've got spicier. I hope not. You should keep those to yourself. then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a lot easier to do wide receiver ones because wide receiver is kind of more fluid versus running back, which is more volume based. But I have one more if I can show. I
1: didn't oh. call him. Wait, no, sorry. I didn't call him a wide receiver. I just said he's going to be a top fantasy scoring guy in that team. For, oh, no. For I'm just saying, I'm
3: saying we've had a lot of wide receiver takes. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. But one other flag plan I want is I think Chris Godwin gets back in the top 10 this year. I think
2: the, I,
3: I think that on his this own offense is going to run so efficiently that touchdowns are going to come easy. Obviously we love Antonio Brown too. I, I think Antonio Brown's such a steal with, with at where he's at in terms of ADP, but I just think God, Godwin gets double digit touchdowns. He's going to really dominate his matchups in the, in, uh, in games, and I just think he has a major um, you know, I, kind of. I think, you're, I think revolutionary you're talking backup. about
2: Gronk. I think I think you're talking about Gronk here, actually. Gronk's gonna
0: have a ton of <laughs> touchdowns. That's my pick. Oh,
2: this man is, is feisty.
0: Is, is, is that is that a hot take, James? What do you got? What do you got, Gronk? At? I,
2: I think I think Gronk absolutely smashes this year. That's all. As a tight end, I think because I think he's one of the tight ends that scores a bunch of touchdowns. So big on like, Gronk, like like top ten. Yeah, top ten, and he'll have like. 12 touchdowns or some shit
0: okay all right I, I can respect that i mean he was he was up there last year honestly with that that, that solid ending but um a couple i mean i went off of i had a couple of wide receivers honestly that i was going to go off of a couple of my things i actually put it out on twitter like what, two days ago or something like yesterday um i think t higgins is a top 10 wide receiver in 2021 i'm standing by that i'm trying to draft him like that um I think Amari, just like Duchesne's, I think Amari Cooper is a wide receiver one and the top wide receiver in Dallas. I think Jamar Chase does not crack the top 24. um, And I do not think McLaurin will be a wide receiver one. I think he's close, like 15 to 18 range. um, But I do not think he's a wide receiver one, which I think is pretty popular among... drafted as wide receiver 10. Right, exactly. So I think he's popular among drafts. I think that's popular amongst what I'm seeing on Twitter. So I, I do not think that is happening. Um, a couple other things that I like is I, I think Kyler Murray is the quarterback one this year. Uh, I don't know if that's hot or anything, but that's just where, where I have him at it because I think Mahomes is being the top-drafted quarterback in most dynasty and redraft leagues, honestly. But I think uh, Kyler Murray is going to be the fantasy scoring number one quarterback um and then i i guess even though i don't think it's that hot but i think it's i i, I feel like it's not super popular i think zeke is a top i'll even I'll okay i'll, I'll bump it up a little bit. zeke is a top three running back this year
2: you picked him to win the rushing title so okay.
0: uh, it, correlation it, it, well i uh, yeah i went i went off the block on that one a little bit but still I think he is the, or at least a top three running back this year. I've been drafting him. I've drafted him at number three in multiple leagues this year. I think with Dak being back, he was one of the most, or he ran the ball on some of the most stacked boxes in the entire league last year. Um, I just, I think he gets back to form a little bit this year. Apparently, he had a bad year last year at RB9. So that's who I got. I think he's going to be a top three running back this year. Um, what do you guys think? I love it. I mean,
2: very spicy, but all grounded. One might might say they're terrestrial
0: takes. That's great. That is absolutely great. So anybody have anything to add? Anybody? Why don't you guys, uh, Nubs Duchesne's, tell us where you're at, where they can find you. Um, Thank you very much for coming on. But yeah, tell us where they can find you guys.
2: Thanks. Um, We're at terrestrial takes anywhere you listen to a podcast. I'm at Duchesne's underscore on Twitter. You can find the link tree for everything there uh, rankings, pods, articles, betting articles. I don't know anything I do, wide receiver one data. There's a bunch of shit there. So uh, can't speak for nubs, but
3: thank you for having me. And uh, it's been a blast. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. I'm nubs, double N, double B, N N U B B S on Twitter. I'm more into the group chats, not posting a bunch of stuff, but I do like to talk shit sometimes. It's fun. But, uh, yeah, jump over. Enjoy one of our Terrestrial Takes episodes. If you like it, leave a comment. If you don't like it, leave a comment. We'll read it. It's really fun.
0: Absolutely. And I really appreciate, appreciate you guys coming on. It was, it's, been a, it's been a good time. And Fish, I don't really have to sign you off. We, we know who Tyler Fish is, obviously, the normal host, the bread and butter of Block in the Back. But um, until then, guys, we're signing off. We'll see you next time at Block in the Back. Thank you for listening to Block in the Back podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Dynasty fantasy football related. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button, tell all your friends about us, and then hop on Twitter and give us a follow, at Dynasty Block. Thank you, and remember, you are listening to Block in the Back.